1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Fantasy Football Week 3 Rankings Update, Injury Report, DraftKings Ownership, and the props that you want to see. If you missed the Best Bet Show on Mayo Media Network and the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast feed on Friday, shame on you. It's probably the, I wouldn't say show of the year, but definitely one of the top three Shows of the year with me, Pizzola, and Cam. uh, If you like to laugh and have a good time and maybe even get some winners, Cam's 6 0 to start the season. So, despite the fact that he might be a crazy person, he's making some good football picks right now. So, I highly recommend you go check that out after you watch and listen to this show. Obviously, smash the like button for the episode, subscribe to Mayo Media Network, and in the comment section, give me your favorite prop. For week three. And over and under, it could be at Prize picks because picks is probably where you want to go to if you want to put your props together, because most of the time because you have to pay VIG on books you'll take two props, and it'll be like minus 115, minus 120. You put them together, and you get like two and a half to one on your money if you're at a place that allows you to parlay props together. On Prize picks any two, no VIG on each side, you get paid three to one on your two. So, prizepicks.com is where you want to go, and there's a special offer this week for brand new deployments depositors, unfortunately. Uh, I do have some giveaways for uh, for people with PrizePix accounts anyway, some updates on that. However, if you are brand new to PrizePix.com, go to PrizePix.com, deposit using code MMNNFL. Now, normally, it's code MMN, and that still works for your match deposit up to $100. But if you use that code, MMNNFL, when you deposit, you'll get your match deposit of up to $100. And if you play a Monday night football entry this week, then if Dak completes one pass or more, you'll just be gifted another $25. So you have to play the Monday night football contest code MMNNFL for a new depositor. You'll get your match deposit. So if you deposit $100, you'll get $200. And if Dak completes more than one pass, or sorry, One pass or more, you know, know, as long as he doesn't complete zero or negative passes, you'll get another $25 put into your account as well. So I highly recommend you go take advantage of that. Me, for this week, the prize picks, very bad week for me last week. If you played in the uh, MMN Seven Eleven contest, you would see old Patty Mayo, 0 for 5, yeah not great so that was bad news i'm hoping to get back on the horse this week and even if you don't care about playing in the props contest and like the leaderboards in the description and comment section if you want to go see where you're at or who is winning there's only one entry out of like 650 now that are a perfect five for five or perfect 10 for 10 so there's still time to get in even if you're starting in week three but all you have to do is make your Entry for $7.11. That automatically puts you in the Mayo Media Network props contest. But even if you don't think you can catch up, if you get five of five, you get 10 times your money on getting all five of five, and they'll give you a bonus 50. So you might as well take advantage of it. Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't at this point. It could be free money for you. So the $7.11 entry, it's five picks. Uh, nothing from Monday Night Football, though. That has to be a separate entry to qualify for that DAC one and using code NFL. My picks for this week. So Hit the one week one, miss the one week two. So we're going back to the two-person power play, three times your money. I like Christian Kirk, over 44 and a half receiving yards this week. DeAndre Hopkins is obviously banged up. We'll get to that during the injury report. I think he's going to play. How much he's going to be used, ah, who knows? And I don't think this one really matters, to tell you the truth, because it feels like Christian Kirk, if he's going to hit this over, is going to do it all on one play. Jacksonville has been abysmal at covering deep, Threat so far this season, we talk about air yards per target. Only two players have averaged more than 16 in a game so far this year. It was Brendan Cooks week one against Jacksonville. And then it was Cortland Sutton week two against Jacksonville. Who is the deep threat on Arizona? It's Christian Kirk. This is a great spot for Christian Kirk. I'm using him in my DraftKings lineups and I'm taking him over 44 and a half receiving yards on Arizona prize picks this week, and he will be a part of my 7-Eleven as well, so hopefully that one can get us in the right direction. Now, listen, playing unders is not normally very fun, although if I just played under on all my overs last week, I would have went 5-for-5, so I'm jumping on an under here, and this one is it doesn't feel great to do, but I'm taking Mike Evans under 64 and a half receiving yards. And here's why Antonio Brown likely not to play in this game, which means that we get some intersection of Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson being mixed in. Chris Godwin's going to patrol the slot along with all of the tight ends, including Gronk playing up the seams. So Mike Evans is going to be left on the outside. Will he be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey? I think that he will be. I think that's the most logical thing in this game from overall fantasy purposes. Evans can still catch two touchdowns, but they're probably going to be like goal line touchdowns. So I think that receiving yards, if you're going to take an under on Mike Evans, I looked at the fantasy prop too. I was like, man, if he scores a touchdown and gets like three catches for 40 yards, then he's going to hit that over. And I don't want to play that game. I want to take touchdowns out of the equation because we know that's what Mike Evans does best. I'm going to hit the under 64 and a half receiving yards on Mike Evans. So Evans under Kirk over three to one on your money. Both of those will be a part of my seven 11 as well. So once again, code MMNNFL for first-time depositors on prizepicks.com. If you play any Monday Night Football entry, uh, you'll get gifted another $25 bonus if Dak completes a pass or more. But I got some other stuff here too, Uh, if you're already on prizepicks.com, which I am, that they're doing flash discounts on three separate players throughout the course of Sunday. I assume this is What they're doing to keep people on the site and getting to make entries, but it could be a really easy way if you feel strongly about these guys in order to hit their overs because I believe everything's coming down on it. So the three are between noon and 1230 Eastern time on Sunday. The Kyler Murray passing prop is going to go down by, I believe, 30 yards uh, only in that one half hour window. So you'd have to be on there at that time, noon to 1230 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday to take advantage of that. The other two between 3 p.m. Eastern and 320 p.m. Eastern, the Russell Wilson Prop is going to come down for those 20 minutes if you want to take the over on that one. And then between 7 p.m. Eastern and 7.20 p.m. Eastern time in the evening games for Sunday Night Football, the Aaron Rodgers passing prop is going to come down as well. So you can take advantage of those little tricks on Prizepicks.com. I mean, you can probably use the Kyler one in your 7-Eleven if you haven't already made your entry. I already made my entry, and I'm kind of wishy-washy on the Kyler passing passingers. I want him running. So that wasn't one I was going to target anyway. But They give me like 25 yards off his passing prop, and it looks pretty enticing. I'm not going to lie to you. So you might want to hold out for that. I don't have the wherewithal to remind myself to go do that, so I just filled out my entry anyway. My contest selections are already in on that one. Uh, overall props for the week... Let's see here. What do I got? I found some uh, just kind of hanging around. The Braxton Berrios receiving prop, I want a hip. No book will put it up. Checked out DraftKings Sportsbook. There's nothing there. I looked at other sites. Nothing up there for Braxton Berrios because Mimsy, probably not going to play. It looks like he's going to be benched again for week three. Jamison Crowder is unlikely to play. And all Zach Wilson does is throw to Braxton Berrios. So if you can find that like four and a half or better, like under, or even five and a half. I mean five and a half is pretty steep. Five or under, let's say, could give you five on the push. I'd just go over on Braxton Berrios, whatever that is, if you end up seeing that pop up. There is no line for that right now. Here are the ones I did play though. Kenyon Drake, this one's been juiced up to minus 150, but over two and a half receptions. I think this is going to be a pretty close game. But even if you look at the implied pass attempts for Derek Carr and the percentage of targets that go Kenyon Drake's way. With Josh Jacobs out, then the over two and a half looks pretty good. He's one of the primary receivers in this offense. And then when you try to play your mind movies in this game about how everything is going to go with the Raiders, you got Xavier Howard on the outside, you got Byron Jones on the outside. So Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, blip. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Kenyon Drake. Those are where all the pass attempts are likely to funnel in this game. Over two and a half is a really nice number. I really like Tyson Williams, over 54 and a half rushing yards. Yes, he's going to have to split carries with Lamar and Devonta Freeman and Latavius Murray, but Tyson Williams is still the lead back in this offense against a pretty weak run defense in the Lions where they're eight and a half point favorites. You would expect them to run a lot. And with Lamar dealing with this illness, maybe there's more rushing in this game if they can sort of front run in this situation as well. So it's just going to take a chunk run or two and then average 2.5 yards per carry the rest of the way out with Tyson Williams overall workload. And he should get to that 54 and a half number pretty easily. It's a lot like Daryl Henderson last week where he got there and then he got hurt, then didn't come back into the game and he easily would have had it over. So hopefully he can stay in the game, not fumble, not get hurt. And we will be good to go with Tyson Williams, Matt Stafford over 40 and a half passing attempts against the Buccaneers. The Rams, pretty smart team. Sean McVay, pretty clever dude. I think he's going to see the trend of just don't run against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pass as much as you can. So as long as Cooper Cup isn't scoring 80-yard touchdowns on the reg, expect a lot of pass attempts in this game. So over 40 and a half. Austin Hooper over two and a half receptions. Yes, Beckham's coming back, but there is no Jarvis Landry. Expect Hooper to run a few more routes at least. On the 70, 75% during passing plays, the issue here is that the Browns are 7.5-point favorites against the Bears, down to 7 in some spots like DraftKings Sportsbook right now. But... If Baker throws 21 times again, like he did a week ago, then that's not going to be great news. But he was dealing with that like popped out left shoulder. Then they got back up during the game when Tyrod went down. I think that Justin Fields and his rushing ability will be enough to keep them at least moderately close in this game and keep Baker passing. If that's going to be the case, expect Austin Hooper to go over his two and a half reception total. And then, of course, the Jameis, the Jameis prop every week. It's down this week 13 and a half rushing yards. Let's go the over on that and play it until it loses it's two for two so far keep going over Jameis rushing props let's jump over to the injuries and there's a ton to deal with here right now maybe nothing too significant with your fantasy football teams but at the same time it has affected the rankings a little bit if you want the full rankings hit the description of this video. You can find all the hot links to each of the positions. They're also up on dknation.com at running back. Dalvin Cook is likely in with his ankle injury, so that's great news. He's still, when we get to the DK ownership projection, still projected to be the highest owned running back right now. I don't know if I necessarily agree with those projections, although this is good news. Expect a full workload for Dalvin Cook until he gets hurt because that's just kind of what he's up to these days. But I'll probably be playing him as well for your season long, of course, that you're playing him. Trey Sermon for the 49ers and his concussion. past protocol, he's likely going to play, while Eli Mitchell and a shoulder injury are likely out of the Sunday night football game against the Packers. Issue is you're not going to know this until way later, but it does seem like Sermon in and Mitchell out, and then Jacques Patrice is probably going to end up playing a bit as well. I don't love this for any of the guys. If you check out my running back rankings right now, because of the unknown situation that's going along with it, I have Trey Sermon ranked at number 34 at running back. Uh, For example, Michael Carter, even against the Broncos, is a spot ahead of him at number 33. Uh, That's also a prop I really like over Michael Carter one and a half receptions. Tevin Coleman has already been ruled out of this game. So it's just him and Tyler Johnson expect to see a not a full workload for Michael Carter, but enough of one where I can't say that with Trey Sermon with good confidence. It's a much better matchup, a much better situation, but I just don't know his usage and how healthy he's actually going to be. And if he's recovering from a concussion, boom, one bad hit, he's done again. And we don't even know if he's good or not. But if Eli Mitchell sits, you can potentially end up going to him. Of course, Jacques Patrick not available on DraftKings for the Sunday night game this week in showdown because that's just the way... No, sorry. he. I think he might be available in showdown, but his name is on the main slate, but obviously he's not playing on the main slate because he used to be on the Bengals. Then he signed, so his name is still on the system. Just don't use him because you will accrue zero DraftKings points that way. Tevin Coleman, like I mentioned, with an illness non-COVID is out against the Broncos. So Michael Carter and then Ty Johnson, you probably don't want to have to play either of them, but I do, like I said, like that one... One and a half over reception prop for Michael Carter. Josh Jacobs is likely out again. Kenyon Drake, the primary receiving back. Peyton Barber, the primary runner of the ball, and potential goal line back as well. Don't love Peyton Barber enough, but like if you legit have no one at running back, he could score two touchdowns in this game. He probably won't score two touchdowns in this game, but he will likely have those opportunities. Don't forget the Dolphins defense is really good. I like the under in this game. If you're going to play it, you play the Dolphins plus four and a half. 44 in the overall outcome deandre swift is still nursing his groin injury he's likely to be fine though likely in this game daryl henderson and his ribs is a true game time decision that's a 4 p.m eastern time start so you're not going to know in the morning to make your decisions i would just treat him unless we get any other word like he is going to be out if he's active you probably don't even want to play him against the buccaneers anyway so just don't worry about him And what else do we have here? Christian McCaffrey, obviously more on that on Sunday night with Chris Meaney, but he's expected to miss at least two weeks. I prefer Chuba Hubbard as the pickup. Others will say Royce Freeman. I think that Hubbard's probably your best bet, especially as a part of the receiving game, which we know that McCaffrey was used so much in. Uh, But we'll see what the overall timeline is. If McCaffrey doesn't go on injured reserve, I'd probably pencil him in for two to three weeks. If he is on IR, he could be out like six to eight. So prayers up for Christian McCaffrey and your fantasy teams with your number one overall pick. He's been great so far. There's a reason that he's the number one overall pick. Just got to keep the guy healthy at this point. Wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is a game time decision against the Jags. So this could work one of two ways. One, he's fine. He didn't practice all week, but he's DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't have to. If they get up by a bunch, they probably pull him from the game. So the overall upside for DeAndre Hopkins here is not great unless he's actually perfectly fine and there's not that big of a deal with it but i would temper expectations with him a little bit i dropped him outside the top 10 at receiver i believe he's number 12 it's not like you're gonna bench deandre hopkins unless he's ruled out for the game which we will know very early we'll know that when uh, lauren does the inactive active report on mayo media network at eleven thirty a.m eastern time so tune into that live if you have any start sick questions That's why I like Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk anyway coming into the week. This is why I like Christian Kirk a whole lot more. I don't think this means more snaps for Rondell Moore just because Rondell Moore doesn't play DeAndre Hopkins' position. He's a slot guy. They need someone to fill in on the outside. Maybe more run for Kirk and AJ Green, although you can't really get much more for AJ Green at this point, so probably increase snap shares for Christian Kirk. I moved inside the top 35 at receiver this week. Once again, hit the description to find those hot links to the updated rankings or on DKNation.com. Jaden Mickens. Is out for Tampa Bay, as is Antonio Brown more than likely with COVID 19. Mickens didn't travel with the team, so he's done. I don't think that Brown now has enough time to pass the COVID protocols in order to get in. That moves Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller to the outside, or maybe they move Godwin a bit to the outside, move Scotty Miller to the inside. Maybe we see different formations. I don't have a good grasp on who it's going to be. I know that people are going to go to Scotty Miller on DraftKings at $3,100, and I can't blame them for that. I would temper expectations, though. He's probably your best bet for a big play, a big score in that game. It's just too much uncertainty for me to, as a popular thirty-one hundred dollar play, I probably wouldn't go there. I and mean, when I'm talking popular, I mean like four or five percent, not like chalk by any means. I think you can find other options, or don't need to go that low on DraftKings this week. Odell Beckham will be back for the Browns. T. Higgins is likely out for the Bengals. More run for Jamar Chase in that game, Uh, at least in terms of target share. You'd think maybe C.J. secret of the Uzma can get a few more targets shunned in his direction. Tyler Boyd will still primarily play out of the slot. On the other side of the ball, Deontay Johnson is going to be out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So more juju and we're going to definitely see more of James Washington in this game, who will likely start on the outside in place of Deontay Johnson. Dwayne Eskridge is out with a concussion for the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to play him anyway. Darnell Mooney Tunes uh, in his groin injury, which he seems to have every week. He's still probably going to play. Amari Cooper is likely in on Monday night with his ribs problem. Russell Gage is out, so Zacchaeus. you'll see more of him in this game against the Giants. Marquise Brown is likely in for the Ravens against the Lions, and Jamison Crowder is a true game-time Decision in the 4 p.m. game again, it's going to be Braxton Berrios in that spot. If Crowder can't go, and for PPR purposes, he's going to be perfectly fine and score you like 12 points because that's what he does almost every single week. Maybe this is a week he'll score a touchdown, but probably not, though. Quarterbacks Lamar Jackson has a stomach illness, he's likely going to play. Carson Wentz appears like he's going to start for the Colts, too. Here's a fun fact about Carson Wentz we didn't know if he was going to play at all. All week. So Jacob Eason was presumably gonna be the starter if Carson Wentz wasn't gonna play. It should be indicative about how good Carson Wentz is that sportsbooks didn't mind putting a number on this game all week, whether it was Eason or whether it was Wentz. Books basically told you they're the same guy. So that's n- a not great endorsement of Carson Wentz. Realistically, the only two Colts that I would want to play in this game are Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Now, I don't know how long the Zach Pascal touchdown streak can go. It's not something I'm really buying into. So those would be the two guys. If you had to play Hines, you could play Hines, but it's probably not going to be a great situation either way. Tight ends. Anthony Ferkser is out for the Tennessee Titans. The Jeff Swaim. Target share just never materialized a week ago, so I wouldn't worry about that. Evan Ingram might play for the Giants this week. Just, you know, wait until he actually plays and see what he does and what his target share is before we do anything with Evan Ingram in the spot. Uh, DK ownership for the week uh top three for quarterbacks i got kyler lamar and justin herbert uh, a lot of people appear like they're playing kyler and lamar by themselves I, I mean i can't hate on that those are the guys that you do want to play by themselves i would play justin fields by himself too if i really had to but maybe you want to pair him up with cole Komet or alan robinson play nick chubb on the way back and have a little mini stack of that game but i think with his rushing ability because that's where you want to maximize his points just playing fields alone isn't the end of the world i prefer kyler of the higher own guys kyler Kirk, Marvin Jones on the way back. Let's go. Maybe you could even play James Robinson if you wanted to instead of Marvin Jones. That would make it more contrarian because Marvin Jones, as you'll see at receiver, one of the higher owned options of the week. We did a full breakdown on this on Thursday's show with Big T. We talked through a lot of the different lineup combinations that you can have. I would highly recommend you go check out that show at running back, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Delvin Cook, Austin Eckler seem like the big four. Right now, mostly every projection system that I've run has Dalvin Cook coming out at top, but I wonder with this injury whether or not that people are really going to flock to him as the big safe play this week. They might just go to Derrick Henry instead. I think that's what's going to happen. Not to say that Dalvin Cook is going to be unowned, but instead of being like 25% owned, he'll be like 16% owned and kind of swap roles with Derrick Henry as that lead running back slot, which, you know, I can't really argue against. I would prefer to use Cook over Henry because I'm a loser at this and I lose money and that's what I want to do. So, Dalvin Cook, for me, I just think that's a more stackable game for my purposes. Wide receiver, Cooper Cup likely to be the highest owned player at any position on this slate. Then there's a big drop off to like Marvin Jones, Chris Godwin, Tyreek Hill, and Keenan Allen. I actually prefer Mike Williams over Keenan Allen against the Chiefs just for touchdown upside purposes in a game where you think that you will be having to pass a lot. If you wanted to do a mini stack for me in that game, I'd leave out Keenan Allen. I'd use Herbert and Mike Williams. I would even throw Austin Eckler as a triple stack over Keenan Allen if that's the way that you wanted to play at a tight end. No shocker here. The big three are going to be Kelsey, Waller, and Hawkinson is not even going to be close. Uh, those are probably objectively the three best plays on the main slate, Andre. On- DraftKings, so that makes a lot of sense they're very expensive though if you want to save the money austin hooper is 3600 higby should probably get a lot of ownership too because people are jamming players from that game into their lineups defense cardinals broncos and then everyone else i still like the falcons at 2500 against the giants because daniel jones will just give you some fantasy points for nothing maybe they can turn one into a touchdown and all of a sudden the falcons d looking pretty good. let's not forget, they had three sacks of Brady last week. They can get to Daniel Jones, especially if he's doing that thing where he just runs around in the backfield with no purpose. You know, someone could tackle him. That could be a thing, right? Let's hope so, because I'm using a ton of the Falcons this week on DraftKings. Once again, Code MMNNFL. If you've never signed up for prize picks in the past, use that code. You'll get a deposit match of up to $100. And if you play a Monday Night Football con, just two picks over unders on any of the two props from Monday Night Football, you will unlock the DAC bonus. If DAC completes a pass or more during that game, you'll be gifted another $25. So the move is. Deposit $25 using code MMNNFL on prizepicks.com. They will match you $25, so you'll get $50. Play one entry for $25, which will be worth three times your money if you win it. But even if you lose it, you still get a free $25 either way. So it's just free money all around. You deposit $25, you can turn $25 into $75 pretty quickly without doing anything. Plus, you get the bonus of actually winning your prize pick and winning three times your money. So I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Maybe you hate money. I don't know. But if you like money, prizepix.com, code MMNFL to take advantage of that Monday Night Football giveaway. And that's only for viewers of the Mayo Media Network. Thank you all for watching. Smash a like on the way out. Check out the other shows at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network. Live chat for your start sick questions for fantasy football this week. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time.